Thank you for choosing Off Balance. My name is Anna, and today I'm joined by Daniela. And today we're going to try to mention mental health, but if we talk about other things, just join us for that. So, Daniela, how have you been feeling lately with this whole quarantining or just staying home? So, I feel pretty isolated, <laughs> but good. Okay. Um, not really. I'm actually working. <laughs> I work like five days a week. It's pretty good. It's just kind of weird, like going out at night and like everything's dead. There's no one in sight. And yeah. So that's like the only thing that's really changed in your routine is like, yeah, just the amount of people. Well, I mean, my routine has changed. I mean, I don't even really go out in the first place unless I am working. So Mm -hmm. it's not really affected that much. But I guess the only thing is like going out late or like in the middle of the night going to like Walmart or something. So, um, how is work? Are you getting a lot of people or is it just super? No, it's actually dead. really, no, well, at first we thought it was going to be really dead, you know, because people were going to be like scared. Um, but it's actually really busy because, you know, I'm just like a delivery boy. So oh, okay. people actually want to order a lot of pizza because they don't want to like go out of their house and like, mm-hmm. so it's actually busy. So it's not that bad, but. We have to stay, like, so safe. We have to wear, like, gloves and masks and stuff. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Everywhere you touch and stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you have, like, any hand sanitizers or wipes with you all the time? Absolutely. I have, like, wipes, hand sanitizer in my car. And, like, I wipe down, like, all my pens from the people who, like, sign the receipts. I'm like, smart. Not today. Yeah, you never know. So have you been spending a lot of time outside? Yeah, I spend a lot of time outside, actually. I haven't been anywhere where there's like a lot of people but i'll go outside and go running like around the block or like literally just go in the backyard i was with my roommate the other day and we were sunbathing and we just were outside all day and smoked and it was really nice yeah i've really been wanting to spend more time outside as well um the other day i meditated finally under a tree and that was super just like relaxing definitely let myself enjoy being outside and then the whole rest of that day i chose to be outside because it just wasn't the same to be inside i get that yeah after (laughs) that um obviously the next day spent all day inside but it was definitely a change to just kind of allow myself to feel everything outside and to just kind of breathe it all in that's good yeah Yeah. you definitely make the most of your apartment but yeah it's really good that you got to go out like and meditate i I didn't meditate. I didn't, like, full-on meditate because I mm-hmm. didn't have time, but I was, like, outside. Um, I think, like, me and my boyfriend were having a date, like, in the back of his truck, and it just felt so good, and it was so windy, and I was just, like, I was just, like, closed my eyes for, like, a good three minutes, yeah. and I was, like, wow, it's really nice yeah. outside, you know, <laughs> like, just enjoying nature. Yeah. Because, I mean, that those were, like, growing up and shit, right? Being a teenager and, like, those summer nights where you just be outside, and it's, like, nighttime, and you're just... It's that vibe. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like making new memories but the same like feeling in a sense of just being free and feeling like really good outside and stuff it reminds you of like a certain time in your life i think like a good time you don't know what it reminds you of but it just reminds you of like a good feeling yeah it's crazy because like the whole quarantine thing right Mm -hmm. a lot of people are feeling um just kind of down about not being able to go places and things like that but i have noticed a lot of people in the neighborhood like taking advantage of being outside and a lot of kids in the neighborhoods just running around the street and stuff and and that's the kind of shit i remember when i was younger Mm -hmm. you know like when i was eight or nine i would play outside and sometimes the neighbors would just come over or like whatever would happen but it would always be outside and so it's like weird now that we're forced to have to do these things and so you just i guess being able to have those memories you think about it like why why wouldn't we choose to do that in the first place right. like what the hell would we choose to do before now it just seems so like weird to not want to be outside no yeah no it's like i need to be outside you yeah because <laughs> i don't want to be inside yeah and everybody would just be on their phones and stuff like so I I follow too many meme accounts I feel on Instagram okay. and okay. all <laughs> talking about the same shit right you right. know like wake up look at my phone 
tired of looking at my phone by like 5 p.m and mm-hmm. smoke eat go to sleep and shit cycle, like that. the cycle yeah <laughs> everybody has like the same routine now but you know i it, it is a little weird to like hear that sometimes because i'm like i don't why not draw something or like i don't know read a book <laughs> do something do something crafty yeah because i have mentioned on you know old past episodes about like being creative and how that is a form of ourselves mm-hmm. you know and like expressing ourselves definitely and so yeah it does make me kind of sad i'm like why why aren't you drawing why aren't you just wanting to like go out and do yeah or like fuck around and draw on some shit or yeah, i don't know do something artsy i don't think there's anything you can learn from yourself through your phone unless you have like apps to do it or like mm, yeah no definitely not yeah you have to see what your mind is capable of yeah off the screen (laughs) so it does make me kind of bummed out you know that in this time in this period people are letting themselves in a sense become unhealthy Mm -hmm. um mentally so it's like uh then at that point it's kind of a question of do they know the different things that they could do in order to tap into that or to address it um, do they not have the right resources or like knowledge of how to go about doing that? Mm-hmm. Are they wanting to push it aside? So it's like, it's not that you don't have the time Yeah. at this point, you know, there's something, you definitely do. yeah, mm-hmm. there's something else that is keeping you from like diving into yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just people not being used to having so much of this, like extra time on their hands and they're like people who never do either avoiding it or people who never just do things like that in general people who literally live their lives like outdoors until the moment they come home eat and go to sleep you know Mm -hmm. um so i think maybe it's also because you know people have so much time on their hands and they're not used to it so they're not even trying to like try these new things because they're like that's pointless because as soon as this is over with i'm not gonna doing those things anymore so i yeah. feel like maybe some people just think it's not worth their time or they're not really willing to give it a chance or anything like that and doesn't that piss you off <laughs> absolutely it's like a question about time and yes. it's all we're really like forced r- to have right now mm-hmm. so absolutely i think yeah it does make me mad but i guess that's just me being an introvert who's like so Used grateful for like my alone inside time yeah <laughs> but um I mean, I don't know, yeah. Everyone just needs to tap in, I guess, mm-hmm. during this. But I think that's what, like, that's kind of how the situation would be now. If you think about it, like, in terms of um, the world itself, mm-hmm. the world is literally like, yo, y'all move way too fast. You need a timeout. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm going to make this thing happen, and y'all going to go. stay inside. Y'all are going <laughs> to stay inside. Yeah. And so, you know, because of that, um, I think that's why a lot of people are naturally going outside because mm-hmm. it's like um, we're human beings born on earth. We're creatures of the earth. We're technically natural life. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's like we we do have that natural instinct of like, I want to be outside. Like I want to feel the sun, you know, be able to feel the breeze. Mm-hmm. But it's like we're also a society that's so accustomed to AC and, you know, like technology. Man-made all these things yeah yes it's like when we are outside we're still on our phones but at least we're outside (laughs) no yeah yeah at least you're outside as long as you're outside you know you can have your little whatever but just the fact that you're outside yeah and becoming one with the earth (laughs) for sure definitely like a step in the right direction Mm -hmm. but like for example i do get frustrated sometimes because you know i'll have family members that just like to be on the computer or on their phones. Like, for example, maybe the first thing they do when they wake up is be on their phone. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of think, like, why not? I don't know. Go make yourself a nice cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Stretch, open the blinds, like, assess the day. Like, 
Yeah, or just kind of like let yourself be awake for five minutes before you, you know, it's it's like an instinct, you I know. Sh- it's literally instinct. I think it's just like the last people see when they go to sleep. So it's the first thing they have to see when they wake up or yeah. not even. Maybe they literally just grab it because their alarm goes off or they want to see what time it is. But then they just actually don't let it go and they open it and then stay in their bed for two hours until mm-hmm. they actually get out. Yeah, right there. <laughs> but um, yeah, like if people actually like got up and like, started their day and then realized like an hour later oh my phone Mm -hmm. i think that is probably really helpful to be doing like i guess as a routine like try not to start your day off with your phone because then instead of like your life being like oh this is my phone i wake up and go to sleep with it it's Mm -hmm. like oh i wake up and my phone's there so then it's just an accessory yeah see and that's the thing a lot of people have made it their routines their life Mm -hmm. um and it's just like a habit at this point to always want to see what's happening. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what can affect mental health, especially in a times where you, in a sense, it's it's better to stay inside. Yeah. But that also sets people up that aren't like aware of these other things that they can do or that don't take advantage of these things normally um, to pretty much put themselves maybe a little deeper you know, into their mental illnesses and things like that, or more dependent on this technology. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the only thing that concerns me about the quarantine right now okay. is when we come out of it, what are people's first thoughts or like first needs going to be? And it worries me a little bit because it's like there there is a purpose for this. There is a purpose for staying inside mm-hmm. and for having the time we're being forced to have the time to like Mm -hmm. look within yourself but it's like obviously the economy around us isn't the best because of the situation but people are choosing to focus on that instead of like the time they do have so Mm. you know people are sad that incomes are low or that they have less hours and although these things are a product of this sickness they're also things that are out of our control yeah and I think that's when, when things are out of your control, that's when you should really take advantage of that time yeah. that you have at home and use it for self-reflection. And No, I definitely agree. Yeah, because, you know, it's what you choose to do at that point with the time that you do have instead of, like, having being forced to show up to work or feeling like you're forced to show up to work. Mm-hmm. That's no longer an option. Yeah. So it's like, what are you going to do now? that you haven't been able to do for a long time or that you know you've neglected for a long time yeah i think people are literally just gonna get aggravated or really mentally upset or Mm -hmm. disturbed um because of this whole thing yeah when they need to take a moment take advantage of the free time because like you said it's out of their control yeah and they need to tap into their mental and like you know use their creatives and their ideas and you know whatever else they're passionate about or want to do doesn't even have to be something creative you know it can just be anything yeah exactly it'll definitely help people's mental but i don't think that's gonna happen i think people are too scared maybe yeah right now at least maybe Mm -hmm. once it starts i mean i don't know if it's gonna escalate or if it's gonna start getting better but um i don't know yeah um have you heard that there's like these tests or like social experiments i guess Mm -hmm. um where people have the choice of whether to sit with nothing for 15 minutes or 30 minutes or something or get shocked and people usually choose to be shocked instead of sitting with themselves for like 30 minutes or an hour it's because people aren't used to that people are busy used to being busy or having something always accessible to them even if it's on their phone like and Mm -hmm. it's weird to think because you could be sitting there by yourself for 30 minutes but if you just had a phone in your hand you would be like oh yeah i can just yeah sit here Mm -hmm. so it's not like people aren't used to having time to themselves like people literally would rather get shocked yeah than have to like sit around in their head for even a half hour Mm -hmm. but it's like because of having these phones um it pretty much is us just moving super fast. Like, we literally refuse to stay still. No, yeah. And, you know, even now, it's like in classrooms, people are jittery or like always shaking their leg or 
something's always going on yeah they're just impatient it's just mm-hmm. literally impatience like if you're if the human body or your mind isn't doing exactly what you want to be doing or what you feel you need to be doing then you start getting like people you just start getting agitated because mm-hmm. then you're like what am i doing i'm wasting time i'm yeah. bored i'm like this is a, like people literally hate wasting their time i think that's all it is <laughs> yeah and and then you got to think about like where did these ideas start to come from right they're all kind of like made up constructs in a sense you know like um i'm sure i've mentioned that there's times where i beat myself up because of what i do for work Mm -hmm. compared to what other people do for work and i feel guilty because i'm like i'm just being lazy or like i'm not out and doing all these things but at the end of the day that's just the opportunity i've been Mm-hmm. Given. given yeah so it's like that has nothing to do with me as a person mm-hmm. or what i'm doing to contribute to society which yeah. in our definition now is just working our asses off mm-hmm. for these companies that don't give a shit about us yeah so it's kind of like um where did these ideas that we feed ourselves that we think i'm not being productive or i'm not good enough or i don't get paid enough for whatever the fuck yeah yeah. and and it's kind of like well us as individuals have the choice to define that for ourselves but it's like ever since birth ever since our parents came here Mm -hmm. or however our history goes but it's like they've had to adjust to the same ideas Mm -hmm. and it's like that's where we lose our self-identity I think it's just because people don't know what the fuck they want yeah they don't know what they like to do they don't know any hobbies they want to try I agree with that statement. (laughs) Absolutely. People literally just don't know what they want to do. And it's just crazy how, like, the whole world is just about, like, adjusting to a norm. Yeah. That and the norm. And even though it's a norm, people still, like, even though it's supposed to be a norm, people still don't know, like, what they want. And they, like, I feel like they're they're forced to choose between things that they might not want. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like this or that. Mm-hmm. We've made everything black or white and haven't left any gray space. But it's like, in reality, the world is only mm, gray, gray space. space. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you choose what you do. You know, one thing that my boyfriend told me a while ago that I remember when I become like my own bully mm-hmm. is that he would say, you can literally do whatever you want in this world. And my initial response was, no, I can't. Yeah. And then he'd be like, yeah, you can. So then I, I remember I sat down and thought about it, and I was like, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Yeah. Not at all. Like, there's going to be consequences, but at the end of the day, nothing's stopping me from doing it. Yeah. You know? Um, it's just, am I willing to be hold myself accountable at the end of the day mm-hmm. for what I've done? And, you know me personally the answer is yes like i'm i will always own up to my mistakes yeah and my actions so i guess that's why like i go outside if i fucking want to or like Mm -hmm. feel comfortable trying new things Mm -hmm. and and it is frustrating because how can i motivate people around me that don't feel that way or don't see that that is you know occasionally or essentially the truth you Mm -hmm. know to do what they want like it, I don't know is anybody in your family right now like working or, or not but because they're older they feel like they have to be like constantly cleaning or, or doing something productive instead of just sit down and chill um yeah well I know like my grandma um she works you know like a full-time job she works at like Walmart and um but she also like will have her like off days at home or you know whatever but she won't like chill you know Mm -hmm. with herself i mean she'll she'll definitely have her moment well she'll watch like a movie you know paint her nails whatever she'll have like a moment to herself but mostly you know she spends her off time going grocery shopping or cooking or cleaning or you know tending her like you know garden in her backyard or like on her patio she has an apartment but um you know like she's always busy she's always staying busy she's always not just staying put even on her time off even though she's an elder you know working a full-time job even Mm -hmm. even when you're like older you know it doesn't change i guess yeah like you don't feel tired of doing shit for 30 years straight i know i got it just becomes a routine i think it's just what people are like used to doing and it's just their 
yeah that's yeah. how it is for my mom too like she's no longer working at a fast food place which thank god you know i think mm. fast food is minutes minuscule yeah the bottom of the barrel i just feel like it's so like it devalues humanity you know Absolutely. it's just kind of like work your ass off i don't care if you're sick like do this shit yeah. it's like that's how my mom got the flu you know like people didn't take the time off that they knew they had to and then they just show up sick because they feel like they're forced to yeah but it's like, like they'll find new people yeah you know they're not or they'll give you your time off and yeah like they're not gonna hunt you down and like mm. arrest you because you didn't show up you know it's kind of like but we ourselves put that kind of value into these places mm-hmm. and yeah so my mom like always cleaning trying to do something which is fine you know she likes to garden too gardening is good mm-hmm. like to just kind of spend time and actually get your hands dirty and stuff mm-hmm. yeah but I, I would I would like her to just kind of like say something nice to herself you mm-hmm. know or like take some time to get herself dolled up and be like yeah. wow I look nice or mm. some shit like that something know? yeah I think the smallest things can go a long way but you just people just aren't used to having those small yeah. those that time for small things I think if people like during this time really um, do take a moment to just like do something good for themselves or like you know get in tune with themselves um during this whole like quarantine or whatever then it'll really um i think that coming out of the quarantine a lot of people will have a lot more respect or appreciation for like i guess the outside world and maybe you know yeah be a little bit kinder or treat it a little bit better and not take it so much for granted because you know before this whole thing everyone was like always just out and about and you know Mm -hmm. using everything um to their advantage i guess like the resources and stuff that we have in the outside world um and i think now that we haven't really had a lot of access to that at least for the past like what week week or so now um i think it's gonna humble a lot of people i think it's gonna readjust probably a lot of people's lives like all right you know what like we actually don't have to go to the store this late it's proven so i think a lot of people's lives are going to change maybe they'll like humble themselves because the environment's also mm-hmm. getting a lot better too yeah so i think that's just a thought too. i don't know <laughs> no yeah i've noticed that as well like it's i mean i don't think this quarantine could have happened at a better time me either that was a, there was a whole theory i'm not even gonna there was a theory actually <laughs> there was a theory that literally this is not true i'm pretty sure i don't know but it's a theory that i saw <laughs> <laughs> that literally the government put out this fake sickness that was curable um and just to put us all on lockdown because they knew we couldn't get our shit together and we had to save the planet because the planet's literally dying and we're not doing shit about it yeah so they were like all right y'all are on lockdown be scared go sit down (laughs) there is a break and i was like wow look at that but that's just a conspiracy theory but obviously that's probably not true at all but it is at a good time it is at a convenient time because the earth does need it right now and it's like the very beginning was spring and it's Mm -hmm. been raining a lot and you know it's just like air quality has been getting so much better like mm-hmm. across like Those everywhere planes and shit and mm-hmm. car pollution and for sure it's been like it just looks so beautiful outside i i remember one day i told adrian i was like we don't really notice how important color is to our life like oh, the color of I the sky colors. could never be bluer <laughs> no yes it's so important i love colors yeah i love colors same i'm literally an art major because i'm in love with colors i think it's literally just because i love colors everything like imagine like being outside and just feeling so amazing but seeing like Mm -hmm. black white and gray or like a gray scale like everywhere you go like yeah the like when you're outside you feel good because you're around feel good colors that invoke Mm -hmm. feel good emotions you're around blues and greens and yellows and lilacs or whatever yeah and you know or like when you're in a bad place you Mm -hmm. know also you want colors evoke emotion like if you're in a haunted house but it's painted bubblegum pink you're not going to be that scared if Mm -hmm. you're in a haunted house and it's colored like brown yeah red and like you know orange i don't know you're gonna it's gonna be intimidating but i love colors i think there's their emotion i think they um have a lot to do with emotions or how you feel about certain scenic areas Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's how I feel too. Like I'm like, wow, the grass is so fucking green lately. And um, sometimes I have a hard time expressing myself, like knowing, because you know there are those emotions that are like in between two things. Mm-hmm. So I think you know if I could express myself in colors, I I wouldn't struggle nearly yeah. as much as I do with words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, definitely, yeah. And it's kind of weird to try um, imagining that also it's kind of weird um, like trying to think um what if things were different colors you know Mm -hmm. what if the sky was you know like purple and the grass was like orange like how would we feel then would our emotion go from feeling like oh i feel so good and light and fresh and it's just so peaceful and beautiful or like like would we still feel that or would we feel like more like spooky (laughs) either like spooky or like I don't know, kind of like digital. I don't know why. I, <laughs> why do I like those colors? Just made me think of that. Like Purple I don't know. And orange. I don't know. Like, yeah. Beep boop. That would be know. interesting. <laughs> um, okay, here's a question. What would your like made up imagination okay. utopia look like? Like your perfect world, colors and everything. Absolutely. Um, I've thought about this, and the answer is it would definitely be a land. Uh, that is (laughs) a land that is like basically like a forest Mm -hmm. but like with waterfalls like you know like a pretty waterfall um you know not like a rainforest jungle vibe you know not so intense but Mm -hmm. like a foresty kind of like a fairy mystical type of land you know like you touch flowers and they open up and they're like different colors or like like super interactive mm -hmm. (laughs) kind of like avatar if you think about it Mm -hmm. and you know with like Minus the monsters, just like fairies, yeah, just sparkly. I think like pastel colors, not even pastel colors, kind of just like, um, just vibrant, like all the vibrant, but sometimes also like neutral, like you know, like kind of like a night mode, like kind of like that cup, like a blue and purples and greens and pinks, but like on a darker scale, not like on a neon scale. Yeah, just like really pretty kind of like avatar you know like yeah. kind of like that kind of dark but colorful at the same time mm-hmm. that vibe yeah mm. i could see that you know i always love how movies do like this black light effect mm-hmm. that'd be so cool like nighttime or something so yeah exactly that yeah yeah um i remember envisioning a world with a like soft pink sky oh, okay. and navy blue grass mm-hmm. so like almost like teal like a super yeah. dark teal but you know, like, the same kind of contrast that's right now. I get, like, kind of, oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's, like, super light pink. <coughs> okay, yeah. And then uh, navy blue. Um, the water would still be, like, crystal. Blue. Yeah. Yeah. Like, almost close to just clear. Mm-hmm. And um, just kind of colors like that. I think that's, like, the basic of it. Yeah, like, like I would just, just be around, like, rivers or streams. and mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah, me too. I think my sky would be like purple, like a light purple. Okay. And the grass would probably be like like a green, like a really nice green. Yeah. The, the water would be like blue. Maybe it would glow. I don't know. Something like that. That'd be cute. <laughs> nice glowing glowing water. Glowing sh- glowing waterfall. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever thought of like... So like think about like planets in space, right? Okay. And... They see stars maybe all, all hours of the day. Yeah. Like a, like a space sky, but because you know the sun isn't the same everywhere. No, yeah. For example, they just so. see like the galaxy. Yeah. At all hours of like mm-hmm. existence. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think that'd be that'd be pretty cool. Beautiful as well. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, what about like your ideal home in this ideal utopia? Would it be like a natural house, or would you have like a mansion or something? Um, that's a good question. A little abode or something. <laughs> a little abode, <laughs> an igloo. I think I would have. Cool. I would have kind of like um interesting question. Here's my time. here's my thing. I would have something kind of um. Even though I would want like the world around me to be all mystical and stuff, I would mm. kind of want my house to be more um yeah so like glass everywhere like glass walls Mm -hmm. um i'd probably have like you know like waterfall scenery i don't know i'd probably have like a 
a big like outdoor space for me to like be outside or like enjoy outside like have a like whole hammock area yeah um i have probably have like a lot of plants inside my house Mm, probably like all the colors in my house would probably be like like soft blues or teals and like pinks and purples yeah cool colors and shit cool colors cool colors okay yeah um there's been a lot of movies where they have like like a little cabin in like a very foresty area okay yeah i think that's kind of how i would imagine it Mm -hmm. you know like where it's kind of like i just have to go outside and cut some wood or some shit and like learn how to do that okay yeah and then um have like an oven where it's like a fire oven and then just go outside and chill and and chill all day yeah Yeah. some shit like that you know obviously doesn't sound too realistic in terms of like summer because mosquitoes would be a bitch but But i think the scenery yeah you mosquitoes won't exist right not there (laughs) not there (laughs) um but yeah, I think little little things like that definitely can affect like how I would feel to wake up, you know, like mm-hmm. I'd wake up probably so much more at peace than I would here cuz it's just like noise and you wake up to like a white wall and like yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like feels kind of congested all the time, mm-hmm. you know. But um yeah, like I remember when I was in El Salvador after surgery, I, I remember, like, I feel like I talk about it a lot, but um, it couldn't have gone any better mm-hmm. because I was able to recover in a space where natural life was so appreciated already. Like, over there, they don't they don't really buy limes at the store because there's lime trees. Everywhere. Or, like, lemon trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they just get them from the tree in the neighborhood and yeah it's a much more like organic environment not so much man-made and like Mm -hmm. and like people have stores next door so you don't actually have to like Mm -hmm. make these trips or worry about being in these really like congested places with people Mm -hmm. you know like you can just kind of live from home comfortably and get to know the people there and you know they they know somebody else that has this so it's just kind of like you're surrounded by resources yeah you don't have to like actively go out to look for them or like you know make life harder for yourself and like look for certain kinds of resources like here you know if somebody wants to do organic or natural you have to go out and look for it Mm -hmm. or wait for like a a farmer's market or or yeah or something but it's like you're not gonna find the kind of products or quality that you could if your neighbor planted or something Yeah. yeah yeah i think like america's definitely taken all of that for granted and i think even if we wanted to like try to do that like there's no space to grow like yeah anything probably just or if something were to grow people would just attack it like savages and that'd be (laughs) it because it's literally so rare now yeah to like just go and find like an orange tree and be like oh you know Mm -hmm. like that's not a thing like at all yeah and and like especially after surgery it's not like i could do fucking like somersaults if i wanted to no, you know yeah. i had to like sit down and not do anything um but it was so nice to just sit outside and like there's like this uh security guard that watches over certain neighborhoods and he would just talk to me he's like oh you know how are you feeling today and mm-hmm. it was just like people care about you mm-hmm. you know like even though i wasn't from there even though i clearly don't look like i'm from el salvador mm-hmm. Like, they still took the time to make sure I was okay. Like, mm-hmm. even now, my mom told me that my grandma in El Salvador said, hey, you know, he's asking about her if she's okay. You know, we told her she was all good, all recovered yeah. and stuff. And I was like, wow, so people still thinking nice. about me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's like, it just adds to the experience of being outside and, like, mm-hmm. being in these communities and stuff. And, you know, coming back here after spending the time there did make me, I did feel kind of sad. Like, like, I did come back naturally feeling like a lot lower uh-huh. because i knew i had to readjust yeah to the different kind of lifestyle the different kind of surroundings yeah and everybody already kind of vibrates pretty low you know everyone likes to be sad or like be open about their sadnesses mm-hmm. instead of their what makes them happy mm-hmm. and so i just had to go back into that routine and then it wasn't until like i got our, our first apartment that i actually started to like you know what 
I'm not sad. I don't like I'm to act like I'm having a tough time, you know, mm-hmm. like. So that's when I started to just really get into the whole like spiritual thing, but mm-hmm. it is tough. Absolutely. To like communicate or interact with people knowing that that's not the norm you know like it's not normal for people to be hopeful anymore yeah no yeah people are so um focused on the bad or what they're stressed about like have you ever been in a circle of people that are fighting to see who had the shittier life yes no absolutely and it's kind of awkward i know (laughs) kind of awkward because you want to sympathize but also you're like but you've also, like, everybody's had kind of, like, shitty moments. Yeah, so yeah, So you yeah. can't, you know, be like, okay, well, I've gone through these things because then it's, like, yeah. mistakes. Yeah, <laughs> it's like no one, um, you know, you shouldn't be proud that you've had a harder life than, you know, someone else. Like, obviously, if you need to talk to someone or, you know, mm-hmm. it's, like, a close friend of yours or something and you're just talking about, you know, things you went through, you know, then it's good, you know, you should talk about some of the things you went through, but it should never be like a competition or like yeah. people, um, you know, trying to see who who has it worse or who's in the most stressful situation or who's in the most, um, you know, bad place in their life. Because like, what is that going to do? It's just going to depress the both of you. So you should just, you know, just try to yeah, focus on, you know, what's good. You know, who has the best things going on, you know, c- like it con- not congratulate, but like encourage one another yeah to just to be focus like on the good you supportive know? you mm-hmm. know of like each other um, sympathize but like su- yeah focus on the good you know mm-hmm. but don't also be like you know like oh, that's not that bad and they're gonna try to think of something else or like mm-hmm. all these other things but yeah i remember having to learn about that pretty early on like my friends would when i was like in high school mm-hmm. they talk about their problems mm-hmm. but my initial response would be like mm, they don't sound that bad because yeah. my problems were harder yeah so i remember just having to learn like okay their problems are still problems yeah uh, even though they're not the same as my problems it could be the hardest problems that they've had to face yeah so they don't really have mm-hmm. anything else to really um like compare it to yeah and that's what their worst looks like and you mm-hmm. have to kind of process that and appreciate it for what it is in their eyes yeah and and it's like and regardless you have to validate others emotions like you can't tell them like you shouldn't feel this way yeah like you can't be like like if they're like yeah like i'm just really sad because like my parents got divorced you can't yeah little things like that but it's like that's still important yeah that person that person it could be really emotionally upsetting for them it could trigger them it could be you know the worst thing that's happened to them emotionally and even though someone else might be in the back like like so like like oh whatever oh whatever like it's good to like if you do have experience like with um a worse situation it's good to you know explain that situation i guess in a but in a healthy way not in a competitive way like if you feel like you want to share your experience just so that you can give advice and you know sympathize with them and support them Mm -hmm. then do that but it's all about being sympathetic not trying to one-up because when when you're one-upping then you're just kind of you're not helping you're just putting both of you guys in a damn kind of mood you know (laughs) like damn that sucks but when you're like well this is what i went through Mm -hmm. um you know might be a little tougher than your situation but this is what i did you know when this happened then then it's more of a positive tone and then you're and then you're on your way to working towards focusing on the positive aspects of, of life, you know? Yeah. It's better. Like, I have noticed that is it's a lot harder to keep a conversation going when you talk about good things. Mm-hmm. Because it can only go so far, mm-hmm. you know? Um, a lot of times when I have conversations with, like, some friends of mine, um, I'll say something, right? And then they'll be like, yeah, that's one way to look at it. And and then it's back to whatever they're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, either talking bad about others or, you know, being very opinionated about things that they have little knowledge on. But mm-hmm. it's just what I've noticed is that it's always like this cycle of feeling like they have to feel better about something. Yeah. Whether it be other people or situations or hobbies or habits, like mm-hmm. they have to make pretty much convince themselves, you know, that they're good people. Yeah. But it's like that'll show for itself. Yeah, it'll you don't show have to you, yeah. preach it. Yeah, you know, actions speak louder than words. Exactly. 
I feel like we fail to realize how the smallest things we say affect not only others but ourselves yeah you know like for example if if you come into my house only Mm -hmm. talking about like i don't know people you don't like or situations that you don't like like Mm -hmm. you're gonna make me feel like shit no yeah i get (laughs) that no i so get that i hate when um well honestly it doesn't really happen to me much because Mm -hmm. I'm really good at first impressions, and I know right off the bat. You steer away from that. Yeah, I know right off the bat if I'm going to, like, be able to, like, be cool with you or, like, if not. And um, so I, I steer away from that, and I actually don't really have a lot of people like that in my friend group at all. No one, actually. <laughs> Cause, good. But, uh, um, but, yeah, I hate when people, you know, come around you know good friends you know people who you want to be really cool with because they're really good people you know they're genuinely really good people but they just have that bad habit of like expressing themselves in a negative way you know Mm -hmm. like when a friend will come over and they'll be like oh my god like girl let me tell you this bitch jenny i'm so tired of that bitch (laughs) and i'm like i'm so sorry girl like i don't like i hope you and jenny like you can't really even say anything yeah you're like dang and then they're like and, like, I know she's, like, ugly and blah, 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 blah. Like, get like I hate just being around, like, <laughs> negative energy and, like, yeah. talking shit. And, like, girl, if, like, don't don't surround yourself with those people then. Positive vibes all the time. Right. You know, we, uh, you, I don't know how people um, allow themselves to get so worked up about someone that they then have to go rant about it to, some, to someone else. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. like, what, what part of you is so bothered by somebody else? Or something. I mean, it doesn't have yeah. to be Jenny. You know, it could be like uh, your whoever. your work. You know, I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I don't want to sound like an asshole, but I feel like when people do that, it's because they fail to pay attention to themselves. Yeah, I think it's just a lack of self interest, a lack of, um, y- you know, interest in anything. I think honestly, it's kind of just not being bored because you could be yeah, busy. It could be, you it could could be, be being be, bored though, right? It could be being bored. It could literally just be that you know your everyday life has just been on repeat for the past week and all of a sudden today something was different and it's because of jenny and you didn't like it so now you just have to talk about it you just have to talk about it now you just have to talk about it now it's like the highlight of your week like that's the most emotionally triggered you've been all week so you don't know how to (laughs) feel about it so you have to talk about it um but then it kind of consumes them and then they talk about it instead of like hand like thinking like hmm what about this made me feel this what way? What about this made me feel this way today? And then moving on and being like, you know what? It's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's okay, like, obviously, like, you know, you know, it's okay yeah. to, like, go to your friend and be like, it's okay dang, to today. Yeah, it's okay to vent. It's okay to be like, dang, today, like, Jenny really was, like, not here for my idea at work. And she, she wasn't really here for it. But I guess, you know, whatever, you know, it's okay to vent. But, you know, when it lets, when people are just, like, you know, she want to be, like, she's my son, like, Jenny, honestly, just completely fucked up my idea. Fucked that bitch in her freaking. Yeah, that's when it's just. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's like when why I'm you like gotta call them ugly. <laughs> yeah, I'm you know, like, you you're know. really upset about this. Yeah. And where did you get this energy from? Like, yeah. let's take a breath. <laughs> There's something else going on here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, let's get to the bottom of this. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and that happens, like, um, so for example, somebody could be like, oh, you know, this girl's always talking bad about other people and trying to, I don't know, if I mention something, she has to mention it, but in a way that is convenient to her and all these things. Mm -hmm. And there's been so many times where I've been in positions like that and I just literally just listen. Yes. And then I end up saying, damn, that's crazy. Literally, (laughs) I'm like, damn, cool story, bro. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. I'm I'm like, damn, like girl i'm just be like that sucks that's i'm (laughs) you when you see her tomorrow i mean you know talk to her i don't know you know and i just give small little like pointers like because i don't know the situation i don't know jenny i'm not gonna talk shit about her you know like i don't know who this person is or what the situation is involving but um you can kind of just listen which is good you know you can be a vacuum i I always listen but and it's not even like talking bad about people it's like just negatively venting about anything that's wrong in your life Mm -hmm. i think that 
when you do that, I think it's honestly just making you feel like a, a little bit of self-importance just because you feel like you have more to share yeah. than maybe the person who you're talking to. Like, yeah. And, you know, it just kind of makes you feel like, oh, I have something to talk about. This is my cheese man for the day, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, um, yeah. yeah. And, and it's like, it's not that I discourage them from doing so, mm-hmm. but, you know, there are moments where I'll come back with something positive and then they'll shut that down Uh, yeah like then it's kind of like i don't know what the point of you telling me these things are if you don't want to change your attitude yeah if you don't want to feel any better about it i'm sorry that i couldn't contribute to yes i hate that when someone's venting and you don't know what to say but then you know you let them vent enough and it's like all right well you know and then it's like a good place to shift the conversation and you're like well, I saw these really pretty flowers today. No, that was that was horrible. But like, I don't know. You can be like, <laughs> well, just well, anything I had, that's yeah. Like you can like just switch the the topic and be like, I saw these really pl- pretty flowers today, and honestly, like, I think you would love them. And they would be like, mm-hmm. oh, those flowers are really cute. But damn, yeah, Jenny's just a bitch. Like you know, yeah. like, <laughs> so like they don't let it go. <laughs> like like you know, and it's like you try to shift it and or say something positive because that's what you think they want to do. They mm-hmm. want to vent, then take their mind off of it, have your reassurance, and then and then it's like it's start pa- happy, yeah, happy vibes once again. Mm-hmm. But then you know, they just I don't know if it's whether they want to feel important. Like they just want you to know that they're like in a mood, like for the whole like it's still bothering them and it's going to, mm-hmm. or. You know, they just want you to be aware. But, like, I get what you mean. Like, yeah. they're trying to say something positive and then <coughs> it getting shut down and mm-hmm. not really knowing how to go forward or really how to act because it's like, well, what do you yeah. want me to say It's like, th- that's what I felt like I needed to say, yeah. you know, and it's like, I'm trying to value your emotions mm-hmm. and, and feelings and things like that, but it's like, but you can't only allow that mm-hmm. to be one-sided, you know, like. I think when they do that, it's because they want to be validated. I think they mm-hmm. want you to agree with them or yeah. talk shit. Feed with into them it. feed into it like they want you to be like even though i don't know jenny you know like, yeah I jenny sounds like a bitch Gen- yeah. jenny should get fired i hope you get the promotion at work actually you know and it's like i'm not gonna There's do some that shit like that right yeah, they're like they want you to be on their side but it's like it's not about sides <laughs> it's not about sides like i don't even know this person like i'm yeah. just here listening to you vent this is my point of view and mm-hmm. my advice to you if i can give you any but that's yeah. it you know <laughs> yeah um but i think that's how we should try to approach relationships regardless you know mm-hmm. to just be like hey um is there anything going on that you feel like you want to talk about with me mm-hmm. and if they say no then just wait until a different point later on to the hangout where she's more comfortable and then be like is there anything that's on your mind yeah. especially if you notice something's bothering them you know but i feel like the best way to go about it is just like do something you know keep yourself distracted like go do something so that they don't feel like they have to talk about these things mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, maybe spend some time outside with this person or, like, have a picnic or something. Take their just mind off of it. Like, yeah. off the situation if they can't stop thinking about it. And just let them real So that, I guess, by the time that it comes back to them or the time that it's, you know, time to mm-hmm. address the situation that they're venting about, then, you know, they'll just have a clear space. And it won't be all of this, like, built-up rage and, like, yeah. or upsetness or uncomfortableness. They'll just be like, oh, yeah, this thing. I forgot yeah this sucked but now i have to face it so let's get yeah let's, let's get it done and at least they weren't like dwelling on it for mm-hmm. you know a long period of time because they could be going into that situation then with like a different mindset or a bad um you know it could lead to having a bad experience you know yeah i just feel like that there's like and i'm not even saying that the way people feel about these other people like i'm still trying to validate their emotions right mm-hmm. but i do feel like there's healthier ways to go about you know discussing these things especially Mm -hmm. if it was caused by somebody else Mm -hmm. i i personally don't feel like talking negatively about them is going to make anybody feel any better yeah you know that's just you're just being a bully at that point yeah you're just trying to validate yourself and make them look like less of yourself so you feel better about yourself because you got insecure in that moment that jenny came for you or whatever it was you know (laughs) poor jenny (laughs) poor jenny i don't know i don't know anyone named jenny so yeah (laughs) um and and it's it's tough because it's not even especially like people our age yeah and when we talk about the whole spirituality thing too many people think that it's being purely positive Mm -hmm. but personally like i don't see spirituality as positivity 
if anything, no. it's honesty. It's authenticity. It's not being afraid to, you know, like address things, yeah. whether they be positive or negative. Yeah, I think when people think about spirituality, they're like, they think um, happy go lucky, airy fairy, and all this. Yeah, shit. I think when people think of uh, spiritual people, they think of like, oh, like y'all are just like hippies. You're just so happy and one with the earth, and everything is so happy and good and everything. And it's like, it's not spirituality. Is literally just about um self-reflection mm-hmm. and um you know literally like spirituality is literally defined as like the actions that you do to like f- feel better about yourself and your yeah. mental um it's definitely not all happy like obviously being a spiritual person can lead you to happiness you know you know you know yeah but you go through a lot of um self-evaluation a mm-hmm. lot of oh, this is what's bad, this is what's good, you, you know, you are in tap with all your emotions, not just, oh, I'm happy, you know, Mm -hmm. it's taking the sad or the irritated or the, it's actually more of being, focusing on negatives and turning them into positives. Yeah, because. So that you can feel positive. Exactly, like, just like energy, right, can't Mm -hmm. be destroyed, it can only be transformed. Right. Yeah, so it's like, um, we're going to take all the negative energy we feel at the moment and apply the things that we've learned in whatever journey we're going through to turn it into a lesson mm-hmm. or something positive that we can get out of it. Yeah. It's and all about spirituality literally is just about you tapping in yourself to reach your full potential. Mm-hmm. Like if you literally like look it up, like that's pretty much what will come. It's just about like tapping into yourself and, you know, doing things or activities that can help you tap into your true you know self and I think when people realize that when they focus on the negative and you know try to make it positive then you will be a happy-go-lucky you know airy person it's more like a product of something Mm -hmm. right I looked it up right now so spirituality like verbatim word for word means uh the quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things Mm. i feel like it's pretty self-explanatory right Mm -hmm. um and that too like i feel like a lot of times we need to realize that we are human Mm -hmm. but what does human mean and being a human simply means that you feel things yeah and you think things but what you feel isn't what you think, and what you think isn't what you feel. Isn't always what you feel, right? Like you can trick yourself into being like, "I'm fine. This doesn't bother me." But uh, if you mm. feel bothered, you can't deny that. Yeah, you know. So it's more of like the op- the honesty with yourself as well as with others, and to be able to like not function on a fear based like standard yeah as we usually would right because everything we do is because we're afraid we're afraid to be homeless we're afraid to be poor we're afraid to be judged and all of these other Mm -hmm. things but essentially like what does that give us yeah where do we benefit from believing these things yeah so instead of thinking in a fear-based way we need to think in like a love-based way like what do i love to do and how can i make this my living or how can i make this something i can earn off of or things like that yeah and like just that switch will immediately like make you think different things just like as a chain of reaction it'll just if you just literally start at one point it'll just domino effect i always do feel a little weird talking about it like especially now that i've allowed it to become sort of like a lifestyle for Mm -hmm. me there are moments where i I am self-conscious and like i do judge myself a little bit like is this something I should be talking about right now? Because is anybody going to care? Yeah. And, you know, like, and I'm spiritual, but yet I still have negative emotions. I still have, like, negative self-talk. But, yeah. you know. They're, and they're always going to be there. Like, it's always going to be there. But it's the fact that you're, you're aware able of it. to, yeah, be aware of it and focus on it and potentially change your view of that situation or do something to, you know, like meditate you know or something Mm -hmm. like the being able to just transform that emotion okay let's think about hippies right honestly 100 percent. all i really remember from actual like hippies obviously i wasn't alive in the time but 
you know halloween has really profited off of it Mm -hmm. and like all these just views of them being stoners that are one with the earth yeah and like drive volkswagen vans and shit and at the end of the day like okay that's a little like dramatic that's how like the world has played hippies out to be i think that's like you know a stereotype but in reality like they're just spiritual people they're just people who are able to literally everything and everyone they love everything they love everyone and they're able to take any shit situation and find the good in it and process the bad and do what they can mentally about it and what they can't they just they can't control and they know that and they smoke and live their best life like that's literally all it is and i think that um i think that it's the same today i think it's a little bit more technical today i think back then Mm -hmm. it was just like oh it's cool man you know like you know there's a war like love and peace like we're (laughs) chilling like you know the glass is half full and it's it's being spiritual this in today's world like in 2020 it's the same Mm -hmm. but more technical you know yeah there's a lot more aspects we have a lot more knowledge and insight um as far as like actual like health and meditation and spiritual activities go and we actually have more like um like real life like data and stuff that can show you like or like methods like you know like cards or other spiritual practices that have like come about since Mm -hmm. so it's evolved like it's the same and i think people think of spiritual people as those like you know carefree like Mm -hmm. careless but it's not careless it's literally just being aware and being happy you know and not just being stressed all the time it's just so weird to me that people think that being genuinely like positive is being is weird like right they're like oh you're so naive like so gullible what is wrong with you like grow up like Mm -hmm. if you're not stressed and you don't have like problems like you're like and it's like, yeah, I'm stressed and I have problems. Like, you don't know what kind of problems but my life I isn't have, over but I'm, <laughs> because of them. I'm you know? sorry that I'm vibing and you're not. Like, yeah, you know, it's literally just uh, taking that stress and like blowing it away. Yeah, just right. <laughs> and and like with the definition itself, it's mm. like not letting these material, physical things control you mm-hmm. in that sense. It's like I have. I think in my notes too, I saw like another definition that I saw one and it said spirituality stands for lifestyles and practices that embody a vision of human existence and how the human spirit is to achieve its full potential. And I think that's like the, one of the first definitions I saw of spirituality. And I was like, Hmm, that's really interesting. And that's when I first started getting into it. To look at it, right? Because, um, so like the whole view of like hippies was pretty much because of the war on drugs Mm -hmm. because the government was like you don't want to be like them yeah all they do is fuck smoke weed and you know (laughs) listen to music that's like a blasphemy Mm -hmm. but it's like those people didn't hurt anybody those people just simply did their thing Mm -hmm. wherever they were allowed to do their thing and when that was over they did their thing privately mm-hmm. you know but it at the end of the day it didn't stop them because they knew that those things w- weren't real in mm-hmm. a sense but they're just as normal as everyone else just yeah. like 10 notches down like they're just not stressed like it's simply that they're not stressed they're yeah. not pressed they're not bothered but like, the fact that that shit bothered the government so much that they had to is like they wanted them to be stressing. They wanted them to be, like, upset and concerned and stressed because of the higher-ups and, like, the world and because they need people it's to... Like, you need to take this shit serious. And it's like... And they're like, I'm chilling. Nobody said it wasn't. <laughs> it's serious. I get it. But, like, I'm not going to literally, like, cry and, like... Right. Let it control me. But let that's it control the thing. Me. Right. Have you heard that, like, theories or conspiracies? I don't think they're theories because they do make sense to me. But, like, mm-hmm. the fact that the government is purposefully feeding everybody things to make them depressed because a depressed society is a lot easier to control than mm-hmm. a happy and independent one yeah so it's like in, essentially we're giving them the power mm-hmm. instead and taking it away from ourselves yeah but it's like and like pe- people can literally be spiritual and still be like depressed but still not let it control them and that's like Mm -hmm. the thing like this like society wants you to be depressed but not even like depressed like they want you to literally be sad and in a bad mood because you can be depressed but be spiritual and hopeful and happy and still be able to like put like you know those emotions aside and not let it control you Mm -hmm. but it's literally just 
how you portray yourself on the outside or how you handle the situation like if you're depressed and you can see the brighter pictures you know and you're then you're not really depressed i feel well you know like like to the point where it defines you yeah because then if you're letting it like consume you and just Mm -hmm. like you know then like i feel like it's so much easier to be depressed to the point where it's debilitating where you literally can't get out of bed Mm -hmm. than to like say something nice to yourself for once in the mirror yeah you know and and it is true because being like nice and and actually looking for that deep inside you to where you have to pull it out Mm -hmm. it is uncomfortable you know like like to take that first step is the hardest one Mm -hmm. like i remember i would be so just down in in Mm -hmm. the dumps like in hell kind of shit yeah and i remember like having to look at myself in the mirror and like stare at myself and be like you look nice <laughs> and like i literally wanted to cringe because yeah. i was like well, why the fuck oh, would you say that yeah. to yourself like who said that, <laughs> who said that? <laughs> who said that? <laughs> but it's like as i did that every day it started to feel less weird and then from you know it, it's just like little things like that yeah it's like you know what just break the break the loop break the cycle you just have to like do something yeah because the moment and it is hard like it's hard to be like i deserve this mm-hmm. yeah. it's hard to take the first step but once you do then you know you can work towards that mm-hmm. you can work towards that here's like a definition that i found okay wait many people think that being spiritual means being positive but being spiritual means being conscious and aware to become conscious is a much different thing than to become positive to become conscious and aware we must become authentic authentic uh, authenticity includes both positive and negative yeah that's what i was saying i think it doesn't matter well I th- it does matter but i'm saying i think it definitely i think you can definitely be like a someone who's depressed but leaning like you know being spiritual and being happy about your day-to-day life even if it's not overall what you want it to be you know and just taking it a day at a time and being positive because it is a mix of i think positive and negative um and even if you're not depressed you know like just taking you know any negative situation that happens um like and just being authentic like i said like because it's not you being happy you being sad it's just you being conscious and aware Mm -hmm. of where you are in life being content and just keeping like uh you know keep moving forward and keep you know just making sure you're not getting overwhelmed by any negative emotion that neither one is like well hopefully it's more positive but you know it's at least being just aware and conscious and content not necessarily happy or sad but just yeah do you you need balance you Mm -hmm. can't be one just one or the other yeah you know and and that's definitely one thing like to wrap this up don't let these physical and material things define you Mm -mm. like at all you know like amount of followers amount of money in your bank account like what you look like all of those things are physical and material things that when we die don't matter so essentially like look for the things that give you substance that give you that keep you grounded but also allow you to respect others and and the world outside Mm -hmm. just just things like that you know just respect yourself respect others respect the people around you and your body and your mental and appreciate the good and try to understand the bad and just try not to let it consume you and especially now inside of all this um time of like self-isolation and reflection Mm -hmm. i feel like as long as you um know your own worth and and value and know that you're capable of like being worthy at least if you already don't believe that you are like know that you have the power to believe that you are then you're already on the right track Mm -hmm. you know like already taking those steps and don't forget the power that you have like the government does not have more power than you never it will never have more power than you and yeah. it's like something that i wish i could emphasize more but it's like so important that mm-hmm. we don't let these people that we think are meant to protect us yeah. to control us because essentially if we all started to believe the power within ourselves the government wouldn't mean shit you we know <laughs> you know we have to follow a system that's never going to change mm-hmm. whether we like it or not um but you have to know that you are never going to be able to control that and you just have to be part of that system but be yourself within the system you can be your own independent happy positive person Mm -hmm. 
Um, even if you're inside of a system that might not be so happy and positive, you know, you have to be the one to do that for yourself and then hopefully, you know, inspire others to make that change. Um, and then, you know, maybe the whole, you know, in a hundred years, the whole world will be a happy go lucky place, you know, charging crystals together. I don't know. but <laughs> Yeah. Um, definitely don't be afraid to not conform. Definitely. You know, like a lot of times because people around us are trying to fit in, we feel like we have to fit in the line as well. But again, you know, material and physical things will never have more power mm-hmm. over you than yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's my final thought. Is there anything no that was uh that was pretty good um yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right um so thank you so much for tuning into off balance and we will see you in the next episode